You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. Mike here, just reading the Bible like a conversation so that you can respond and respond with your next best yes to that conversation in your relationship with God. I've said it before, I will say it again. Thank you for letting this podcast be a part of your relationship with God. I hope that you tune into these episodes with this attitude of like, all right, God, what do you want me to hear? I'm ready to hear from you. I'm listening. And it's an honor to be able to walk with you in your relationship with God as it develops this way. Thank you for allowing this to be a part of of that. I hope you read the Bible and interact with it outside of this even. I hope this is just kind of a jumping off point. Uh, even would love to to do more of these episodes. If if you've gotten any value whatsoever from the Outloud Bible Project podcast, I would uh, recommend go check out the Patreon account associated with this podcast. It's linked always in the notes. And with more patrons like you, then we can do some more episodes and, and make this more prevalent part of your week. Um, I'd be humbled if you'd even go check that out to consider that and see how you might partner with the podcast in that way. Uh, but we've got we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of a lot of reading to do. Not just to cross it off the list. Of course, it is a project that we're like, all right, let's get through the whole Bible this way, and that's fun. And that's a fun goal. But it's not about just crossing it off our list, right? <laughs> it's we shouldn't be crossing the Bible off our list as a thing to do every day, um, or a, just a goal to accomplish for the sake of accomplishing something, but there's more to study. There's more to learn. There's more perspective to gain. That's actually what we're doing right now in this uh, couple episodes here within the Psalms. Uh, Last episode in Psalm 105, we read the story of how God made a promise to his people, and then he kept it by delivering them out of slavery in Egypt. And it was celebratory. It was upbeat. It was fun. And God was the star of the show. He did this. He did that. But today, in Psalm 106, we see the continuation of that story, and the focus now is going to be on God's people. They did this, they did that. And tell you what, it's not a good thing. So we're in episode two of three of a little mini-series here on perspective. We talked about God's interactions with nature and his interactions with his people. And today we're talking about past us and present us. Notice how the writer of this psalm calls people to action based on the perspective that he has from looking at God's people in the past. So this is episode 106, where we'll be reading Psalm 106. Psalm 106, praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord for he's good, for his love and kindness endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord or fully declare all his praise? Blessed are those who keep justice. Blessed is one who does what's right at all times. Remember me, Lord, with the favor that you show to your people. 
Visit me with your salvation, that I may see the prosperity of your chosen, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. We've sinned with our fathers. We've committed iniquity. We've done wickedly. Our fathers didn't understand your wonders in Egypt. They didn't remember the multitude of your loving kindnesses, but were rebellious at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make his mighty power known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up so that he led them through the depths as through a desert. He saved them from the hand of him who hated them. He redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their adversaries. There was not one of them left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. They soon forgot his works. They didn't wait for his counsel, but gave in to craving in the desert and tested God in the wasteland. He gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. They envied Moses also in the camp and Aaron, the Lord's saint. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. A fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped a molten image. They exchanged their glory for an image of a bull that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and awesome things by the Red Sea. Therefore he said that he would destroy them had Moses his chosen not stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath so that he wouldn't destroy them. Yes, they despised the pleasant land. They didn't believe his word, but murmured in their tents and didn't listen to the Lord's voice. Therefore, he swore to them that he would overthrow them in the wilderness, that he would overthrow their offspring among the nations and scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also to Baal Peor and ate the sacrifices of the dead. Thus, they provoked him to anger with their deeds. The plague broke in on them. Then Phineas stood up and executed judgment, so the plague was stopped. That was credited to him for righteousness, for all generations to come. They angered him also at the waters of Meribah, so that Moses was troubled for their sakes, because they were rebellious against his spirit. He spoke rashly with his lips. They didn't destroy the people as the Lord commanded them, but mixed themselves with the nations and learned their works. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. Yes, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons. They shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan. The land was polluted with blood. Thus they were defiled with their works and prostituted themselves in their deeds. Therefore the Lord burned with anger against his people. He abhorred his inheritance. He gave them into the hand of the nations. Those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them. They were brought into subjection under their hand. He rescued them many times, but they were rebellious in their counsel and were brought low in their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their distress when he heard their cry. He remembered them for his covenant and repented according to the multitude of his loving kindness. 
he made them also to be pitied by all those who carried them captive. Ah, Save us, Lord God. Gather us from among the nations to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. Let all the people say amen. Praise the Lord. We live in a culture that says if it's old, it's irrelevant. It doesn't apply to us now. So we update it to fit our time. But you know what? This thinking is from Satan himself who wants us to reinvent wisdom each generation so that he can keep using the same tactics he's used for generations without people learning from the past. This psalm is an important reminder that today's pain and temptations could be avoided by looking at past mistakes. And ultimately, God's word may be old, but it is living and active and as relevant today as it ever was. Read it. Live it. That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.